Are you kidding me? That's what? Yeah, every so often it happens that Ryan is right. 100% right. Not even a little <laughs> bit right. Tucker Pullman, two points last game. No kidding. My man. Hey, neither does me running shirtless, but that turned out very well. It so. <laughs> Welcome to the PP1 Podcast. Much like Amazon three times today, the PP1 Podcast delivers. Welcome to the latest episode. It's uh, late in the third period. Canucks, Panthers, L- Roberto Luongo night. Four nothing Canucks. But you don't need to worry about that because you're here with us. <laughs> At least two of you, anyway. Welcome to the PP1 Podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Presented in concert with DraftKings. Promo code THPN. We got a little bit of a retro theme based on Roberto Luongo's comments tonight. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, I haven't watched the game yet, so I'm excited to hear what you got to hear. I've got it, you know, recorded. I'm gonna check it out later. But I mean, it's a good game. About, I don't need spoilers. I I'm not worried about. So yeah, I just want to hear about stuff about Lou. All good. I could I could ruin it for you, and I still think you'd enjoy what yeah, you see. You, so you can you can ruin it. It's all gonna be fine. Yeah, you're you're still gonna enjoy it. I'm telling you. So I'm wearing my Heritage Classic Roberto Luongo tee in honor of Lou in a game he did not play, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I figured. Why not get nines though? He was ready. Oh, why not have the T-shirt that nobody was going to want very, very shortly after? So I thought, and I think I got a good deal on it. So I'm pretty happy about that. It was like one of the things that I was really excited about. Obviously, we're all really excited to see Lou play in this game for various reasons, but uh, it wasn't it wasn't because Lou is awesome. It wasn't because he was you know our goalie was slowly being phased out. And they're giving all those starts to Eddie Lack. I mean, what was the main reason for you why why we wanted to see Lou for all of these games? Because for me, it was because the guy had just incredible swag. Like every opportunity that he had, you know, him debuting so many new maps, so many different pad setups. I just, I adored the fact that he wasn't superstitious, right? I mean, we only got to but see But he was a little stitious though, Ted. Not with his gear though. Like, he was okay no. to be well. He he did, but he was he was okay to try out new stuff, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so many different pad setups. It was like, you know, it was a, it was a goalie a goalie bus dream to see a guy rock so many different setups, and and I was waiting forever to see a, a Vancouver Canucks goaltender wear the classic leather brown pads in the Heritage game. It's all I wanted to see. We never got to see it happen. Lack setup was dope, but it wasn't what we were looking for. No, Luongo still had his own setup too. It was, it, it was tough because yeah, I I am one of those fanboys that loves goaltending equipment. I think Instagram has been the absolute best for that because we're back and forth sending oh, like, yeah. oh, did you see this setup? Did you see this setup? Like even in the All Star game last year with Hellebuck, and he had uh, like the glitter stick, and he had like the like our our normal podcast color scheme the pink and like the miami miami knights kind of color scheme i mean you geek out so hard on all those like the details that don't matter really like most people don't care and yet there's so (laughs) many but i can look at all of yeah it's there's there's so much about it like i could go on for days because there's so many setups that i just like i lose it on because i just like that you saw that Russian goaltenders, uh, like outdoor. I was just gonna bring it up, yeah. Like I thought it was actually Seattle for a second, but it was a, a Russian uh, goalie. I mean, you just tremendous. You get up for that stuff, and Luongo was always on par. There was one mask I hated, 
And that was... Um, really? There's a mask you didn't like? He had... Oh, which one was it now? The toque one was okay. His last toque one was okay. But he had... It was one of his bone-colored ones. And it kind of... He just didn't have a good record in it. Like, it was kind of Luongo masks. Um, there was one that just really bugged me because he had a better one. And, like, the Johnny Canuck one that he had uh, prior to his his run with uh, the cup and the 40th anniversary bucket that he had. Um, yeah. Oh, which one was it now? I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, to think about which mask you're talking about. I mean, there was... There was the uh, obviously there was the the one where he first came to Vancouver with the with the the burgundy and the navy blue, pink panther tail in the back. It wasn't that one? He switched to. I feel like the, maybe the it was the fortieth one. one. Maybe I'm being ridiculous on myself. Maybe it was the fortieth one, but that can't be right. There was no. the Johnny Canuck one with the plaid, right? And then there was a Johnny Canuck one with the mustache, like yeah, under here. and then yeah. he was wearing a toque. Yeah, right. I, you know what? And there was the there was the the. The bone one. I with think the it was that came down the side in a C. I think it was the fortieth one. Of the of the Johnny. I think it was the fortieth one, and I finally just like learned to love it because it was it ended up yeah. being awesome. But I think like for me, and you know me, I'm so picky on like these stupid, stupid things. Like it's like man, it's awesome. Just enjoy it, and I do. Oh, it's but so he had great. so many like his Olympic one with the one, and it had the gold rings in it was just it was perfect um he had i mean his first one was super cool because it was a take on what he had in florida um the the kurt, yeah, it, the it had kurt the ridley one the, grizzly bear. the kurt ridley tribute one was pretty sick as well um i i so so one that i really like that i think a lot of people don't don't always talk about it was the it was the solid bone color and it had the x like yeah, that that's the Kurt Ridley one. Yeah, yeah, that was oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, that, yeah, that one was just like he didn't wear it a whole time though, mm-hmm. which was unfortunate. But. And then his one, I found his one for the Winter Classic or Heritage Classic, whatever, was very. It was almost really boring. Like it was just the big V it was, through the it chin. Was, yeah, like it was almost. He almost took like the part, like two person, two personal. Like it was almost just to exactly what it should be i think is kind of funny um you got a picture here oh we're gonna i'm gonna share this let's add to the stage um yeah, this one here go. is what you're talking about there's yeah. the one yeah 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 so i mean it's too bad we oh, didn't get no, those to... were great looking masks and he still killed it when he went to florida he still had some epic ones in florida uh like i said this is very uh oh it's gorgeous this this, this one's very um uh Casey DeSmith like, right? I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's been doing the big stripe down the middle. There's the old Jason, the Jason and Grizzly Bear mask. I can't this believe I'm the one I never really got. And I, I think into. maybe that was the one that really rubbed me, but I mean, it's still cool. It's just, he just had so many killer nobody likes, ones. Nobody likes getting really rubbed. Look at this one. Yeah, that one's dope. Yeah. There was some, there was some beauties in there, but I always liked that he went with like, because not a lot of guys were doing it with the like the mostly white backgrounds. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's um, why I was just gonna say, like, you remember? I, I don't want to bring so it up, but like one. the Corey Crawford, the Tim Thomas, like that. Remember the bone, like the white with the silhouettes on them. You remember that mm-hmm, kind of look? Mm-hmm. 
as much as it bugged me that those guys were wearing them, I just, oh, I love them so much. I think, did Flurry have one too? Or someone else in Pittsburgh, I think, had one. I'm Flurry had sure. a, like, Flurry had the sort of silhouetted, like, attack killer flower on it and stuff. Yeah, but that white silhouette I thought was super dope. Um, it would have been cool to see Loango pull one of those off, but that wasn't his mask designer. I think those are Dave Art ones. Uh, but regardless, just phenomenal. Actually, that's one guy I've he been. He just said his his swag was just off the charts, though. And I, even oh, yeah. when he went to, like, even when he went to white pads, like a lot of goaltenders started subscribing to that theory. Like mm-hmm. now, I see Demko and white pads, and I think it's I think it's great. I'm 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 cool with it because it reminds me of Lou. Lou, jeez, uh, I feel like I'm saying it. Um, kind of funny that tonight, you know, the Luongo the Canucks win for nothing. Go figure. Demko gets a shutout on Roberto Luongo night. So fitting. Um, it was really cool. Demko made like a wicked save in the first and everybody looed him. It was, <laughs> it was just... Oh, that's great. Like it was one of those... Like, you know what I mean? Like a, a tribute and like a, a high five. Like I know even Luongo, he, he's like, yeah, I hope you guys do really, really well. But maybe just not tonight. <laughs> he said in his <laughs> in his little speech, I thought it was cool. But I mean... This is one of those moments watching everybody's giving him the nod. Like that's your Demko, isn't Roberto Luongo? Maybe not yet. He doesn't different. have he doesn't have that same flash, but I think that's okay. He's doing it in a different way. But man, like a shutout on Luongo night, I think is pretty killer. And he's had a couple. I of would seasons. wager to say I would wager wager to say that his that his swag is very high end. Oh. I don't know if it's there yet from uh, from a Luongo standpoint, just because so many masks. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I loved how he would debut two to three masks in a season. I love that. Yeah. And so I don't know if we'll get there with. I don't know if we get there with Demko, but Demko. He's already had two Demko's skate masks stuff. though. He's already had like the Mike Fountain mask. He's yeah. had. He's oh, had like the. Great. So he's already on that, and I think if they. I would like to see him even have another one for the skate, depending on how the skate jersey rolls yeah. around. But Roberto's... The new background, yeah. You you switched us to skate. I like it. Man, I did that today. I did that before the show. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan. Change management. Yeah, exactly. So leaving the little uh, hockey podcast network up in the top, it tripled that up, got the throwback kind of very Germany-looking, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, yeah. Also, promo code THPN. It's, uh, it's fun when you can play around with these things. I like messing around with this kind of stuff. It's very, very cool. But, uh, yeah, the Canucks are just... They're hitting that stride, and they're they're becoming fun again. Uh, Luongo even said it. Now, this was the best part, and this is kind of why I threw all this stuff up tonight. So right at the end of his speech, he, he said one thing. He goes, and one more thing, free the skate. Luongo, free the skate. One more thing, he says. Free he's, the skate. he's a man of the people. He's a man of the people, Roberto Luongo. Hey, yeah, he knows what he wants to give the people what they want. And he knew it was up. He knew it was if up. If he ever makes his way into politics, he's going to do real well. Oh, jeez. When he's the GM of Florida, man, I tell you. So Kuzmenko off the Schneid tonight. Uh, Brock Besser scored again. Dakota Joshua gets a pair. One absolute beauty, and by beauty, I mean it was a monster giveaway by backup or. Uh, Officer Bobrovsky to no one except Joshua. So he got a nice empty netter. Uh, big game for the Canucks. They are now a couple points back first overall. No big deal. Mm-hmm. No big deal at all. Um, MBD, also, MBD. I should probably tell everybody on our YouTube and Facebook. Um, I know there's some people on Twitter, but on our YouTube and Facebook is where you guys can comment along. Uh, we do have the chat open. By all means, come on by. 
hang out with us. It's going to be a good time. We got, uh, we've renamed Rank to Top 5, and oh, I got another absolute banger of a video for that. So Ted hasn't even seen it yet. It's going to be sick. So sick. So anyway, we got lots to be excited I might change, about. I might change my Top 5 list, actually. Maybe my Top 5 will be something not what I was thinking. Maybe okay. something different. Man, you're going to love it. You're going to be like, Rye, you dropped your crown king. I'm just kidding. That's that's a little bit much. Um, but let's 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 stick with the skate for a second. So you brought up last week about the skate. You kind of caught me off guard because I was not ready to. I'm very I'm very guarded about this situation because it is the greatest thing that the Canucks have yeah, ever produced. You, Jersey wise, texting me about it. I was very confused by these texts. Yeah. So I was just joking around, but <laughs> the the skate is the best Canucks jersey and. I want it done right. Like when they do this, I want them to knock this out and I want like I want to embrace this wholeheartedly because I do think mm-hmm. it just seems like the writing is on the wall for this. Like it just it just does. Like I think marketing is starting to figure this out. Clearly anything skate logo-y, colory is selling and doing quite quite well. It's like, doing what the people are asking. It, it, yeah, it's not hard. I mean we brought this up a few seasons ago. Remember what before getting rid of Benning? Like, just throw out the skate. You're gonna buy yourself a couple weeks. People are just gonna forget about ass. stuff. Yeah. So, I think this is what I think. <laughs> what did you just say? Just do as your ass. Just do as your ass. Yeah, it's not the hard. Peop- the, the people are asking. The people are asking for it. Just give it to them. Yeah. You know, you go through drive-through and you're like, yeah, that'll be thirteen forty-three. Just give them the money, and you'll get what you've asked for. It's not hard. Here's what they need to do. And I, I'm hoping that this would be the greatest surprise ever. They come back from the All-Star break. No one has any idea what's going on. They come back, and there's a skate logo at Center Ice. And they embrace the skate. Like, it's oh, it's just man. like an unveiling. They're, and Because they've already started changing the seats in Rogers Arena, right? So they're getting some new seats in the lower bowl. I think... This is, and they're black as far as I know. So they're going to have the skate at center ice. You're, they're still going to have the Orca, and they're probably going to maintain that likely as a third or something. And then they also release the white before the end of the season. And it's, sure, it's, I'm here for that. And it's one yeah. of the best kept secrets that hasn't been leaked somehow. I don't know how this is possible, and maybe it's not. <laughs> I mean, we used to be dialed in on this kind of stuff. And if we found out, we had to like shut up until it became official. We used to we used to have more information, obviously, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I I I feel like it's super close because they they reinvent the skate, right? They've worn it a ton more than they were supposed to. They actually added a few games. This is not a coincidence. This is this is tactical. And then I told my wife tonight, told Christine, I said, okay, I know I said I don't want one of these skate jerseys because I said I don't need one. I don't wear jerseys anymore. But I said, if they release the white one, I'm changing. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm getting the white one. To me, that like that's the skate to me. The black skate was never like it, but it is it right now. Like this is I remember buying an Orioles hat back in the day when we were when it just retro stuff just came back out for baseball and it was the Chubby Bird. And I bought this Nike adjustment. Yeah. I'm like, I have to buy it because they may never re-release this. So I bought it. Sure enough, it's like their normal hat again. So I, I do believe that the white skate is going to come back for the Canucks. So, and then they'll have, you know, home and away. They're going to throw in the the skate as, or the, the Orca as their third, just to keep that. Cause it is the longest running logo in Canucks history. 
and sure. and that'll it's, be that. it's 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 got a place now for sure yeah and they've made now ownership the new ownership has made it i mean we're going to call it new ownership because they're the ones that own this logo now they've made it their own and now we can all enjoy this we can all get behind it everyone in the nhl all the fans every other fan base thinks this is arguably the best jersey in the league so if your opponents think it's the best jersey and their fan bases and their media members I mean, just like own it and blow up the league. Like, wouldn't this, let's say they go on some kind of a, maybe they don't go all the way, but maybe they go on like a conference finals run and you're rocking the skate jerseys in the playoffs. I'm sorry, man. Mm-hmm. Next next mm-hmm. season to start, like you cannot. Keep going. I'm almost there. Yeah, I know. It's like just a couple more, a couple more. <laughs> like you can't contain that though, right? I mean, we thought the millionaire yeah, I mean, stuff it would just be an avalanche. We thought the millionaire stuff was pretty cool, and they were rocking that. I'm rocking it all tonight, and it, and it was like it was. I think if they had gone, if they had kept going with the millionaire stuff, I think we'd be more enamored with it now than ever. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, it's and just that's such fine. a clean looking jersey. Yeah, yeah, very, very clean. Yeah, Canucks 41 points, four back of Vegas for first overall. No big deal. No big deal. So that that's how I feel about the skate logo. I think it's entirely possible that they go. Um, whole hog on it and i think uh we're gonna be excited about something again and rightfully so we deserve this this fan base since i've moved back to clona the canucks have not been good they were just at the tail end of their stanley cup final hangover and then everything started changing the bull horvat for or the pick for Corey schneider and then bull horvat and then torts and i think at the time we were all we were all pretty happy with that yeah but again it was like and remember and <laughs> and then? we're all sitting there and no that's it and then, no one then it it just it just continued and you know you get the beagles and you get spiza and you get like there's all these things right louis erickson you know and now we're here and we're watching a connects team that for whatever reason, has no business doing what they're doing. But man, it is now their business. And speaking of, sorry, I've been talking a lot here, but like, oh no, yeah, go you just. Man. I'm just. I feel like I feel like I got a lot to get Rocks off my away. chest. So get after it. They're once again a unit, not including tonight. The Canucks are tops in the league for most goals, 111, and they scored four, so 115 tonight. They have the sixth fewest goals allowed at 74, which is actually true because they didn't get scored on tonight. They have the highest second period scoring rate in the league. They are tied for second highest scoring team in the third. So basically, the Canucks finish strong. They're first, they're, I think, seventh or eighth for goals in the first. But I mean, they, they, haven't, they, uh, they haven't lost a game yet when leading after two. There you go. Um, and they're once again the PDO Kings. And I was looking on uh, Natural Strat, Stat Trick, and it said 104. Someone said it was 113 that they're back up to. So not only that, and they have the highest high danger goals for percentage in the league. I think they're at like 60% or something like that. The Canucks are an absolute, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to get away from it. They are a wagon. They're a wagon. They're not a unit. They're a wagon. I'm I'm saying it. Aaron, (laughs) you're right. I'm sorry, man. Bad, bad, bad stuff. I apologize. And just to prove how nuts this is, I grabbed this from Jay Fresh uh, right before the end of the game tonight. Check this. Check this little ditty out. What is that? So that is the 
Cumulative PDO, the 23-24 Canucks versus historically high early season PDO teams. So remember we were talking about all those teams that had a crazy high PDO and then tailed out? The Canucks are the white line. Hmm. Things. Yeah. Things that that's, that's like, that's, that looks like Bitcoin getting its second win is what it looks like. That's freaky, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty stunning. So... There's whole, there's a lot to like about this team right now, and all the crazy feelings we were getting. They're now beating good teams. Florida's a good team. Florida's one of the best teams in the NHL. Yeah. Tampa, one of the best teams in the NHL, and they beat both of them. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know. Okay, Tampa, Tampa is a good team. I don't know if I'm calling them the best team, one of the best teams in the NHL anymore. I don't, I think I don't know if there. they have that anymore. I think they're up there. They've just lost so much. Like the power play is still. Stamco. Don't get me wrong. Like any team that 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 sports a Stamkos and a and a and a Demko and a, I mean, it's it's quality. Don't don't get me wrong. Very very good. But are they part of the the league elite still? You think that? Well, I'm just gonna. I don't know if I'm there anymore. I think they're a good team. They're gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna make some noise. But I don't know if I think of them as like the perennial favorite anymore. Well, they're ninth in the East, which is fair, but it's pretty log jammed in there. But they're the fifteenth best team in the NHL, so they're right. I mean, they're right in the middle. So again, they're not. A, they're not. But they're fourteen. Where am I looking here? Fourteen and twelve. Not. I don't know. Great. You're rattling off a bunch of different stats here. I'm not sure what's happening. I'm all over the place. Tampa, Tampa's not a bad team. That's all I'll say. And they've they've yeah, had some the, injury. The power play is still elite. Yeah. So power play is still elite. I think long and short of it, though, they're scoring goals. They're taking names, and. Rightfully so. Like, this is, I don't know. Like, we start the season, Connor Garland, all that talk. That's gone. Yeah, yeah. Brock Besser, he's basically shed the last three years of everything that's been going on with him. i got to take my hat off here. Now it's just the one guy that's not producing right now. Everybody's on that guy. Yeah. Like, it's, even Kuzmenko tonight, the second good game in a row, scores a beauty on a breakaway. The best thing for everybody, if he just starts figuring it out, mm-hmm. then we can just l- stop listening to all this garbage about Trey Kuzmenko. I, but I think Trey Kuzmenko trade trade Besser. Who's who's playing the crummiest? I want that guy gone. Yeah, I mean the one thing we should talk about too, like Kuzmenko hasn't even begun to have the leash that Tyler Myers has had for the last five years. And I mean, Myers didn't have a great game. He had a couple terrible giveaways. And it was instantaneous. Like, it was instantaneous. He had a couple bad games. I shouldn't say a couple. He had about 10 bad games. Mm-hmm. People were like, trade him. Trade him. Trade him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just such a... It's, it's, the guy's got to take time to figure it out. I, I, I can appreciate it. I think the league knows, right? I mean, all the phone calls. We feel like we know that they've been getting phone calls about Kuzmenko, right? Well, I think Rutherford had alluded to that earlier. Yeah, I think got the. Uh, I don't handle the phone calls. You know, that's Alvin's thing, right? And yeah, league team has been teams around the league have been calling about Kuzmenko. Do you know why? Because he scored forty it's goals. Very last obvious year. to me. Because he's still he's still a very good player. He's just in a bit of a slump, and people are like reacting to the backlash about this slump, right? Like it's the one piece that's not firing on all cylinders on your roster that you're expecting to. Yeah. I'd say expecting to because you're not expecting Myers to just go yeah go play all world, right? Like yeah, you've got is what I is. You've got uh Brian Earl 
Brian Earl Spilner. <clears throat> was it Spilner from Fast and Furious? You've got his car and Spilman. one of the yeah Spilman. Yeah, and one of his subwoofers doesn't work, but the rest of the car is. <laughs> a, you know what I mean? It's like everything is. He's got the NOS is working. Cars running on all cylinders. He's got all the cool like digital stuff going on inside. Things an absolute banger of a car. It's like yeah, one of the subs isn't quite hitting the way. It's like does everything still work really? Well? Oh yeah, it's the just... big demon graphics on the side of the car and the freaking ground. Man, the things. The thing is absolute <laughs> laser beams on the street. And you're like, yeah, one of the subwoofers is it's it's a little bit off. Like if that's what we're talking about, like that's what we're having to pick apart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like we're getting picky. We're getting really, really picky. So I think it's nice to see. I mean, what if we got to the point where just like everything was like going well, like not just like crazy good or anything, but it, I mean, it's pretty, we're not complaining. Close to... Like what if Tyler Myers just figures stuff out for a little bit? Like get, what if this is the season? It's the very last one and Tyler Myers goes and has like a great playoff or something. And we're like, oh crap. Now what? Awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, what's what's funny about, like, the whole thing is, like, could you imagine if that happened, if, if Tyler Myers went off and, and just, you know, say the last half of the season, Myers puts up 20 points and pops five goals. Dude, it's entirely possible with this team. Starts playing starts playing big minutes, right? Yeah. Like, is, is pivotal in some sort of exit from the first round into the second round, right, of advancement. Mm-hmm. What's all the conversation going to be then about Tyler Myers? <sighs> It's going to be the worst. <laughs> it's going to be because everyone's going to say, you know what? I I don't mind seeing Tyler Myers come back at a, you know, a mill or two deal for like two more years. Like he clearly can handle when the pressure is there. Like, okay, you guys, people, let's stop for a second. Let's just enjoy what we had and we can afford to move on from this. And now we can have other things like go and get Luke Shen again. <laughs> <laughs> like let's let's see hey is how's Triampkin doing it's too funny uh brock besser scored oh, nikita we brock. got the, we got the other nikita i think this is the one we have is a little better uh i really like him he's big and mean and hurtings uh besser scored he's at 22 for the season brock besser is just oh, wow. ev- he's everything i want in a brock besser like if you had to build a brock besser that's what i want it's good it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's 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 really like I I mean we were just talking about the fact that Myers, you know, if, if he was to just go on some run, right? What would everybody talk be talking about? How many years left in Besser's contract? Is this the last year? I think this is it, yeah. Here we come with DraftKings. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to check out odds and lines on the DraftKings Sportsbook app for this week's games. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877 8 
Hope NY or text Hope NY 467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Like, um, just look it up here real quick. Because I would be curious. I think this is the last year, but I want to, like, before we go on this talk here, like, make sure that this is actually the last year. Yeah, they've got some money to be oh. spending. Or maybe if this is his second last year. Uh, okay. Last year, second to last year. Maybe you can look up while I'm talking. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that. Keep going. But Fire away. It, it was, what do we have? We've had four years of sort of mediocrity from Brock, right? And mm-hmm. he is just like absolutely banging this year. He is just like getting it done in every aspect of this game right now, except for maybe playmaking. Yeah, we've got <laughs> so him like for this like year, ne- this year, next year, and he's a UFA after so he's he's due for a new contract next year right and and so i i have talked in the past about there's we cannot trade brock besser for a bag of pucks and having to give up assets to 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 make sure that his his salary gets off the team right i think i've been ridiculed a bit for this you also you wanted him traded but i i did i want to trade him while he has value right so here's the conundrum right like is the brock that we're seeing right now the real brock or is this an overextended Brock? Is, mm-hmm. is is the real Brock the one that scores like 20 goals and is good for 50 points? Or is the real Brock somebody that's like 30 to 32 goals or something like that? And he's probably good for about 60 to 65 points. Is that the real Brock? I think that's the real Brock. Right? Because that, that now Brock he has a 200 foot game. Right now. now he has a 200 foot game. So while he was figuring yeah, stuff and out. I th- and I think he has developed that over time for sure. So I want to be clear here in the fact that I am a Brock supporter. I, I do love this player. I'd like him a lot. I, I, I believe that play can flow through them and I get, yeah, exactly. I mean, I was, I was tooting this horn at the beginning of the season. It's his redemption tour, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I know you made the graphic, but I feel like that was me. Right. You're the, are you the problem though? it's yeah um that was a taylor swift joke folks taylor swift joke um okay so so he does this season what what happens next year right now now we're in line for a contract what are the three scenarios the three scenarios are brock resigns as a vancouver canuck Mm -hmm. in the midst of another good season right scenario number two would be he's traded away in the final year of his contract for assets Mm mm-hmm Instead of us trading him away and giving stuff for someone to take him, thank he goes, God. He goes to Pittsburgh. We're not in that we're not in that twilight zone anymore, right? Probably to Pittsburgh. Yeah. The the third scenario is that he that he walks, that we let contract expire and they pull a redeem verbata. I don't think they let that happen. A la, a la, a la damn hammies. We know this regime is not stupid. That's not gonna happen. Are you top nodding today? Good for you. Yeah. Bad. Um I'm working on it. What, what what is the scenario here for for Brock right like what what kind of contract is he going to be looking to sign we've also got to lock up Pedersen Heronics up next year people I know people are shitting on me for saying like trade trade a player not Brock necessarily but trade a player while he's well he's worth something 
right? They got what? What is the what is the scenario for Brock here? Where where does this go? What do you think Vancouver has to do? So they've got Dakota Joshua, they've got Teddy Bluger, Sam Lafferty, Elias Pettersson. Oh my gosh, Tyler Myers. Okay, Hironic Zadorov, Ian Cole, and Mark Friedman, and Casey DeSmith. Again, some of these do not matter. Some of them don't matter. You've got McDonough coming up on uh, 10.2 Cs. He's an RFA. RFA, sorry. Uh, Pods is an RFA. Linus Carlson's an RFA. Sheldon Dries is an RFA or a UFA. Sorry. Studnika. You've got Cole McWart. I'm just going through everybody. Like these are all contracts they're going to have to pony up for. Um, Seelovs. They've got so they've got some goaltenders as well. There's a lot there that they're going to have. Like there's the big stuff. Which is obviously Pedersen is the big stuff. And I think they'll be able to figure out a few things after that. Or they'll be in true Canucks fashion and they'll sign all the other little contracts first, which they may. But yeah, you have to get the big one done first. But what do they do with Brock? I mean... Brock's currently taking up 8% of, of cap percentage right now. 8, 8%. To, to give you a little bit of a an idea of how the big that percentage is, current highest paid player on the roster is JT Miller's taking up 9.6%. I don't know if that and helps. And the cap the goes up in two years again. What do you think Brock's making? Like eight? Just based can on... We, can we pay him? Can we pay him eight? But like, I think that's what the market's going to be spent, for that. We just spent all these years paying him 665 and we're only just happy now. Well, we're happy now because he's finally earned it. I, I and I love it. Yeah, we're, and we're loving him going off right now. Don't don't misconstrue this. Yeah, this no, is me dumping on Brock. No, this no, is no, not that. But we're he's finally now at the point where he's earned it. He's earned what that money he's looks like. He's earning his money. He's, he's earned earning this his money contract. And maybe a little bit more. Yep. Right. Probably more. So if he's anywhere remotely close to, as far as a goal total, because that's what you're paying him for. You're not paying him for assists. Right. Sure. Same as Kuzmenko. You're not paying him for assists. You're paying him to put the puck in the net. That's that is the job that you've hired him to do. He is a shooter. So I think that's if the job. that is the job. If you're paying him to score goals, yeah, I think if you're now again, we're two seasons away from this, but a season realistically from contract talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there is a very realistic uh, possibility. I think they like what they have in Brock Besser. I think. Yeah, it, it sucks. Player. It sucks that you know. With him. It's it's too bad that you have to get personal with so many players, right? Like it'd be nice if we could just treat it as like a a business transaction. Like we like what you do here. Keep doing your 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 things instead of like, hey man, we love you as a human being. You're awesome in the community, all this stuff, and you're also paying for that too. I mean, people need to remember that part. You're not just getting the guy that shows up on you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays. You're getting the guy that's in the community. He's going to Canuck Place. He's going and doing this stuff away from the big screen. You're getting a guy that is a phenomenal human being. And I think you need more of those people just in general. But you so, also... So what... I think you so give him $8 million. Dollars. I think he's an $8 million you, player two, two years from now. He's JT, he's JT Miller money? Well, current JT Miller money, yeah. I, it... Hey man, I'm not. I don't make the numbers. So, up. so he's got it. I mean, that's fine. So your 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 assessment of this is that he's got to stay on the roster at eight million dollars. I think that's the number. Cap cap's going to go up a little bit, right? It's not going to go up. Well, in two million, in right? two years, it's going to go up 
they're 80, what did they say? 87 next year, right? Right. So what are we now? So that's another cap hit. 87, yeah, maybe even a little bit more, maybe 88. So, yeah, I think he's an $8 million player. I don't think he's an $8 million player, but I think that's the number that will be attached to him. Okay. Say, say you're right. It's not bust out of his slump. Yeah, I think it's. I think he's that's... bust out of his slump, and he scores. He scores thirty this year. Okay, he's got a slow start. Mm-hmm. Say he pots 30, 32 goals this year. I'd still keep Brock. Right. Well, they're both they're both on the table for next year. We have them both mm-hmm. next year, right? Mm-hmm. Both these guys are going to need contracts the following year for twenty five to twenty six, right? But Pedersen and Heronik are going to. I need re-upping. And we know that Tyler Myers is coming off the books. That's six mil. We're going to be able to make that up. How much money is Philip Ronick going to make? Oof. We just talked about the fact that we think Brock, you think Brock's an $8 million player. I'm not going to argue that. I think Aronic's probably, probably six that. to seven. I don't think that's enough, man. And you're probably right. He's probably an eight too. I, I, I just don't think it's enough. We've played 29 games this year, Ryan. He has 27 points. Okay, that sucks. <laughs> how many how many point per game defensemen do you know? Uh the the other one is on the Canucks. <laughs> he's also the other one, he's also some guy up named for McCarr. Yeah, there's there's some guy named Carlson. Like, it's a pretty slim list. So right? now we're paying two we're guys. At like, and we're holding like on to 11, winger. 10, 10 mil, ten if for Hironic? worth eight. Well, what like what what do what does a right-handed defender that puts up almost a point per game and plays in all situations make in his first season here though, first full season? This is, but this is but this is Brock's first season. But Brock's been here. Of, you know of what? Being, of, but you knew what kind of potential you were going to get because he's already been close to that so many times. This is Heronic's first actual Ryan, season doing his thing. Ryan, they're not they're not going to say, oh, Phil, buddy, p- potential man. It's uh, it's only your first season in here in Vancouver. I don't think we can sign you to a big contract like that. They're gonna he's sign him, to he's, but he's not he's gonna, gonna say, he's, he's not gonna, gonna say, get go kick rocks. He's not gonna take. Uh, this is my first season. But he's you not. Don't know no, me very well. But he's not gonna get the bank Ryan. though. No, I, I'm arguing this. You don't think he's gonna get the bag? You don't not think the whole bag. No, he's gonna get the bag. He's gonna get the bag. You think so? Would not shock me if he gets paid like ten mil. Holy. It wouldn't shock me. Wow. I could be way. I could be way off. What Man, I think I, I think I you're know. Samsoniting on this one big time. Maybe it's maybe it's nine mil. I don't know. I think what he's he a. Paid? If he keeps going at this rate, Ted. Okay. What is what is a point per game right handed okay. defenseman? Okay. Just just hear me out for a second. So you're gonna say, <laughs> I'm not yelling. You're gonna say he's gonna go from four point four million. Let's just look at the mm-hmm. number for a second. Let's let's be a little bit real here for two seconds, and then we'll sure. get back to it. He's gonna go from four. 0.4 million to 10 million. He's going to get a six million dollar raise. Come on, man. What NHL is that going to happen, bro? Like this one. <laughs> I, I don't. I think cannot so. wait until this time next year when you're like Ted. You're right. I just. That's insane. I. I just. I don't know, man. I. I but you're going to put it. He's a, a right handed defender. I know what he is, but you're going to say. Okay, so he's going to get $10 million. Let's just go over some numbers. Let's pretend the salary cap. Sure. Let's, let's make the number. Maybe I over-exaggerated. Maybe oh. the number is between 9 and $10 million. But I'm just saying, like, let's look at, and we're going to take away the salary cap for a second, okay? Just for number's sake, we're just yeah. going to talk about what these players are worth. 
So Elias Patterson, what's Patterson going to get? 12? Max. Okay. Max. What? So 12. What, whatever he wants, that's what they're going to have to pay him. Okay. Period. Right. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. So and, JT Miller's getting we eight. We both agree on that. Oh, yeah. He better get whatever. You can't let him walk. He's getting eight for a long time. Okay. So now you've got, yeah. 2029, 2020. JT Miller's getting eight until you can't say eight anymore. Brock Besser. I th- I think he's in the I think he's in the eight category based on his age and if he's maintains what he's doing I think we're in that ballpark I think sure. they there's a chance what about what about Kuzi what what does Kuzi get man say, he's... say Kuzi bumps out of this slump that he's in and uh-huh. I think he might be who Good. knows it's possible yeah. so you're saying he bumps up finishes the season with thirty. He just goes back to doing koozie things, and he's probably not a twenty-two percent shot. But he's still player. scoring. He's probably more like he's probably more like a fifteen percent or something like that. He's probably okay. a thirty, which is still crazy. Five goal guy. Fifteen percent is still nuts. right. Yeah. You know what's crazy about that is that he's got like a longer, um, a better track record as a goal scorer than Brock, who you're going to give eight to. Yeah, but Brock's younger, so suck <laughs> he it. He is a year younger. That's yeah. true. We've had that argument. So, yeah, Kuzmenko, I think that frightens me because now you're, yeah, if they're neck and neck as far as production-wise, I mean, okay. you got you got me there. What if we had this conversation last year? I think and I was like, we, we probably did. Next year. We probably Brock did have this conversation. And Kuzi needs to be re-signed. Which guy are you re-signing? In the t- you know my answer last year. It's Kuzi, right? You want to watch? You, you're, you're ready to watch Brock walk. Unfortunately, I was. It hurt me to say it, but it was the team first, and there was a guy that was. I mean, how was any of us to know that Brock? I think, was that, I think you're proving my point. Then, right? It's a what have you done for me lately? Brock did nothing last year. You're ready to watch him walk, but he had He looks like he could score fifty plus this year, and you're like, that's the guy. Lock him up for eight. Heronic <laughs> was good last year, but hurt. Right? Played some tough games. I think this year with, he's on fire, and you're like, nah, you track record. See, right. there's too many track, track record. <laughs> you've you've got me in too many corners on this one. We have to focus on one guy because I can't fight all these fights. I don't have <laughs> enough. <laughs> I don't have enough of an army to fight this all. You're getting me. I got. I got. A, I don't have much of an inventory left. I got one tank. It's not looking good. It's it's just not good. Yeah. So. I don't know. Let's we'll get back to her. I don't know. You just you just you just proved your own thing. I probably did. I, don't know. I probably did. I just well, I look at I look at Heronic though. Right handed defenseman, I look at it a little bit differently. No, I'm just saying I don't think he's gonna get a six million dollar raise, man. I just don't I, see I, that. Because maybe six was a stretch. I did admit that eleven could be a stretch. But if he got eleven and he put up seventy eight points, would that be a shock to you? Heronic, probably not on this team, not this year. No, it wouldn't be right. It's not. But it's all, not all that I'm saying, it's it's not quite a what have you done for me lately. If you've put up one good season, are we instantly saying yeah. like this is what you're going to do every year? Kind of. Like we went and we paid <laughs> we we paid Andre Kuzmenko five point five million dollars. He had one good season. You have a he didn't have a full good season before he made that contract. Yeah. You're right. I don't. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, no, you're right. You're right. Okay. Brock got paid six point six five and didn't have the good seasons. It was all based on potential. And who signed without? Wasn't that Banning that signed that one? 
up Did until Benning signed that this though, year. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's what he was like. He took a pay cut, I believe, right from what he could have made. I th- here's okay. Here's a question. Just quick, quick, quick switch back. Sure, I love this. I love this. We're I mean, we're spending time. But we're talking about the Canucks, right? Yeah. And, and future problems. That's so let's let's dial this Future back. good problems. Yeah, let's dial this back to where they have to re-up Brock, okay? Let's let's go back a year and a bit, right? And Jim yeah. Benning's still here. Let's say it wasn't Jim. Let's let's say Jim Benning wasn't here. Let's say it was Alvin and Shh, and Rutherford. Benning. Well, whatever. He should have been there tonight. Yeah. He should have been at the Luongo thing. It's like he had nothing to do with it. I don't care. He should have been there. <laughs> we all know that's he was the architect of this team. But does does Rutherford hey, now? Did anybody invite me? I don't think I got my invite. You don't even go here, man. <laughs> it's not. This isn't even your time. So let's let's Sorry, finish your thought. Yeah. Let's say Rutherford and Alvin are here, and we're having this conversation, and Brock's needing to get re-upped, and he's where he was back then. Uh, okay, so Brock is on pace to score eighteen. Having a pretty good two hundred foot game, but again, it's he wasn't the Brock that they were. I don't think he had a good two hundred foot game last year. He was bad. He was bad defensively last year. Well, year before, I meant sorry. Sure. Okay. So they're going into that contract. What do you think they do at the time? Let's say the shakeup already happened. Okay. So how much is he? How much is he? So how much? How much? Yeah. Is what? Yeah. He has one year left. He just scored 18 goals. Kuzi mm-hmm. just potted 39. What do you do? I I probably don't I probably don't re up him. Yeah. Yeah. I probably I prob because you know why? Because it's what have you done for me lately? What's happening this year? I'm stuck. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're right. I don't I, I just it's that's <sighs> why I didn't like that's why I didn't want them to trade Brock when he was not playing well because like we can probably get more out of him. He's a better player than that. We know that, but to give him up and then to have to give, to give him, mm-hmm. to, to give him up like that. Yeah. What is that? Remember mm-hmm. like rumors going around. We had to give up like a third round Rock draft and a third. Niels Boglander to let him walk. Like, yeah, come on. Like he's going to, he looks like he'd score 50 plus this year. Like mm-hmm. what is that? We can't do that. And he's laughing, you know? Like he's All laughing. these people, swaths of people saying trade Brock. Like he was in, he was in trade rumors all over the place. I'm sure this was all this guy was hearing about. Trade Brock, trade Brock. Like now he's worth something, and he's got one year left in his deal after this season. And nope, everybody's like, give him eight. Give him eight. For how many years should we give him eight, Ryan? Well, because you're you're Mister Give him eight. How many years should we give him eight? He's at twenty, so he'll be twenty-seven, I think, till three-year yeah. a three-year deal. You think he's going to sign a three-year deal after he had a career year? Well, you're probably right. He's probably <laughs> going to have to sign like a five-year deal. He's going to want the bag. He's going to want the bag just because like this so is going to be. His, you know how old this will be? His contract. You know how old Philip Heronic is, Ryan? He's not. Is the problem? He's the same age as Brock Besser. They're gonna sign identical length contracts. They're are they are wanting to. Like Hronik's gonna want like he's gonna want like the Quinn Hughes contract. Like in terms of like term. He's gonna want like a five, six year deal. He's gonna want it for like ten mil. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> I'm t- I'm telling you, man. I, I I believe I believe I'm right. I don't know. I just 
the, the numbers I, just they, scare they, me. The players know, like, that's the thing about the cap going up, right? That's one thing, right? Okay, all the all the teams are like, we're going to have relief, right? Like, thank God the, the cap is going up. The players see the cap going up and they're like, I can make more money. You know why? Because cap's going up. That's all relative. Like, like they're, they're it all, really is, right? They're all seeing it, but it's like, okay, well, you want more and you want more and you want more. Yeah. Well, we still have to feed it's, you It's all. just inflation, right? It's... It, I mean, we're all we're all we're all, all out there trying to make more money because things are more expensive. They have more money to spend. I want more of it. I I, I just I truly believe he's going to want if he has weird things can happen. He could just be average for the rest of the season and put up 50 points. He's going to get that, you know, mm. six billion dollar contract or whatever. But man, I'm telling you right now, if he puts up 78 points or some shit like that, that he's on pace for. We're in trouble. The guy's the guy's going to get the bag. He's going to get. He's gonna get like ten mil, maybe more. Maybe team. he takes a hometown discount because like Petey's gonna play here and all this good stuff. Fuck, Petey could walk. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Nobody knows. But he's gonna get paid. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. You got me so riled up. I think that's what makes this show trying so to, good. Trying to tell me that he's only gonna get like six mil. Because he's 26, and then you tell me that Brock's gonna get eight because he's like 26. We're going in. I don't know. We're going in age now. <laughs> well, that's what you said. I don't know. What have you done for me lately? You know who's not getting re-signed for big money? Tyler Myers. I know that's right. <laughs> that. Wow, way to knock that one out. Way to go. <laughs> way to go. Let's talk about something else because I don't. We could probably. I think you could bury me on this, and I would just sit here and listen to it anyway. Luongo night. Let's get back I'm to sorry. that. I'm sorry. We talked a lot about that. That's my No, bad. it was fun. Hey, sorry, man. everybody. This is... People want to see me get bodied or listen to me get bodied. I but... wish Rayburn was here. You know what? Rayburn, I feel like, would back me up on this. He would, and I'd have to, like, leave for This might have been the most Rayburn rant that I've had since this show started. It was pretty close. Actually, that were, I was going to say, I'm like, man, I wish we would have had him on here today. Because that would have that been quite <laughs> fitting. Um, Luongo night. Some people online think he what is the you? greatest Canuck ever. Um, a few people. Uh, uh, some uh, some people online. You can go and check the receipts for maybe where. I don't need to check receipts. I'm not one of those guys that's going to be like, remember seven years ago when you said Roberto Luongo was the greatest Canuck ever? You dummy. <laughs> I hate that when people say that shit. Okay. Roberto Luongo is incredible. Did you say it? Did I just call you a dummy? I didn't say he was the greatest Canuck ever. Okay, good. I, I would, know you wouldn't. I know. No. He, I know who you like. Man, I know what you like. Yeah, dude. Obviously, it's uh, Lucas Biza and Ryan Kessler are the best. <laughs> Lucas Lucas Krychek was the best player in that. Oh, trade. don't even get me started on him. Don't <laughs> even get me started. No, Roberto Luongo was. He is one of the top goaltenders of all time. He is oh. easily up there in. We've talked about this. The top five Canucks. It's just tough oh, because best, there's best Canuck goaltender of all time. Oh yeah. Like with you know, with a bullet. With a bullet. Yeah. Not even a debate. There's the Sedines. It's just unfortunate because like I said on Twitter, you guys took the Sedines for granted. You know what? And I was thinking about updating this. Everyone took Luongo for granted. Like that's the other one. Really. Both of those all three of those guys, without them, like this they wouldn't had what they had. Luongo did everything. Well, they had nothing. And then when they had something, he put them over the top. The Sedins made all the stuff happen up front. 
They did all the scenery, and Luongo made sure that it stayed that way. That's it. Yeah. And a story. That's what it was. Luongo, I mean, I'm a huge, huge Luongo fan. He's just, I mean, just incredible. Like, watching the ceremony tonight got me in the feels big time. When he dropped mm-hmm. the free the skate at the end, I'm like, oh, man, I could kiss you on the mouth. Like, just, he was so incredible what he did for Canada in the Olympics even though he almost gave it up. The save on Patrick Sharp, they were showing that clip. I still Oh, be- that save is my favorite save. I still game. there I still believe there's a clip out there where he doesn't make that save. Like, you know I, I agree. Alternate universe. Yeah. I just feel like that goes in in a in some universe because just to come across that blocker, like you knew it was happening. It was like when you watch Kane on the half boards cut to the net, you're like, fuck. It was over. Because they were so, so good. And at that point, the Canucks had basically just self-imploded. They just caved in on themselves after they were up 3-0 in the series. And they let him back in. You're thinking, this is happening again. And we all saw it. And then that save happened. And then the goal. And the rest was history. Like, it was... They Like, I, I think we all believe they lost that game. Really. I, I mean, the... That was this like everybody talks about the the Burroughs goal, the, the slaying the dragon thing, right? But that the the save on Sharp, that that to me, that to me was the turning point. It was this. It was the Ktel Patty Stacker of 2011. That was the that was <laughs> that was the Kirk McLean 2.0. Yeah, that was the signature, right? I mean, it's not going to be remembered like that, I don't think, but it should be. Man, it was the same me, save. It was. It was the same identical type of save, like not the same save. You know what I mean? It was the same like play in terms of in terms of like like weight, right? Like how important that save was. Because then you see the Burroughs goal, and in '94 you see the Burray goal. It's the same thing. It was the same scenario, and somehow that managed to happen. Roberto Luongo easily. And I wonder. Yeah, sorry. I, I, sorry, I wonder being a Chicago guy, like you know, we had a Chicago guy working at the, at the shop around the same time. I, I, I wonder, thinking to myself, like seeing that save. Did you think that we needed to bury that one? No, this is going to come up and bite, bite us in the ass. I think. Like, I wonder if Chicago fans thought that. I think it's tough because they already had their cup, right? Yeah. And but I think they should have because we all thought it. We thought it as yeah. the team cheering for that team, and we thought it was over. So yeah, rightfully so. I would think every Chicago fan would would think that. So anyway. He, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a million things we can talk about Luongo and, and all of his time here, but I think it, it started with him the moment that they made that trade, which I heard a really cool story on. Oh, speaking uh, of Ray Brown. Uh, yeah, no, I, I heard a cool story on um, on uh, like Sportsnet at 650, you know, Sat was talking about the talking to Dave Nonis, right? And then they were they were talking about how, how they went out and tried to acquire Luongo and what it was like to get a hold of him, And, and the fact that, you know, you know, if you're ever going to, if you're ever going to try to make a trade, always ask for a little something extra. Right. And how they made this deal. And he was like, you know, we're giving up three, you're giving up two lots of players come back. We, I can't just do that. You need to throw in a pick or something like that. And it was like a fifth round draft pick. And he was thinking like, 
what did I do? Did I screw this deal yeah. by asking for a fifth round draft? Pick I said too much. Quiet for a minute, right? Yeah, I said too much. And I think we've all been there, right? We all play fantasy sports and you, you try to make the deal and you try to get a little extra. Steve is like Mr. Chisel when it comes yeah. to getting the extra pick, right? For for those who don't know Steve, he's on the on the Thano podcast with us. Big, big fantasy football guy and him and him and Chris have the, the podcast, uh, the Ball, Ball Hawks podcast, but great, great guys. And I just thought that was like, we made the trade. Nona somehow managed to pull it off, right? Which I didn't have a lot of faith in Nona back then. And Luongo hits, and it's made official that he's a Vancouver Canuck. And instantly, there's this level of legitimacy and credibility that that just like sweeps over all of Canuck Nation, right? All this team goes from looking like an also ran that is inconsistent from season to season that just just watched, you know guys like Naslin sort of stepped down and the, the Bertuzzi thing, he's going the other way. And the, all those guys, the old guard, the, the Jovanovskis of the world. Right. I mean, we just, we were going mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. just strange weirdness with goaltenders and guys like Kluche. Yeah. Luongo arrives on scene and it's like, Whoa, the Canucks are for real. And then they Willie Mitchell comes in. Themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Bill Pickle, right? I mean, we went we went from from a team that looked like it was declining to an instant reset. I mean, that is something that even though the trade was sort of like teed up for Nonis, he still made it. Mm-hmm. He still had to go get the player. He still had to deal the Bertuzzi, right? And and I mean, that led to so many other things, right? I mean, we didn't know at the time that we had we had three legitimate superstars on that roster. We didn't know that. You know, we 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 were like we got Luongo, right? And that was Rayburn's guy. And, and he was on holidays. And, and, he was on holidays was. for that trade. I called him and I went to voicemail and I'm freaking out because it was a Friday, right? I'm pretty sure it was yeah. a Friday. I'm absolutely losing it. And he was on holidays at the lake or something, had his phone off. <laughs> and I'm freaking And I remember I said, you have to call me back. I said, the Canucks just got Luongo. I'm not even kidding. It's official. Everything's changed. And then Monday, the holiday Monday, I think it was. And he's like, I just got back. I'm like, dude, that was three days ago. (laughs) I mean, the the amount of players that like, it was just legitimacy. It was instant. And Mm -hmm. it was, and you could feel it right away. Right. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. people around the league, the Canucks are field, Matt Sundin, all the stuff, right? Like things that this roster, this Canucks franchise never would have dreamed of touching started happening because a guy like Roberto Luongo became a Vancouver Canuck. And not only became a Vancouver Canuck, but bought into what it was to be a Canuck and not not like, this is what it's like to be a Canuck. No, he came here, was a Canuck, and said, this is what it is like to be a Canuck. Mm-hmm. And he set the standard moving forward. And that really changed everything. That changed everything from what the league thought. It changed everything from fan expectations. That's why we've been living through 10 years of like, what is going on with this franchise? Because mm-hmm. we have high expectations because of what Luongo and Henrik and Daniel and all those guys did. For all those years. Yeah. And it all started with Luongo. It did. Period. It did. It was, there's so much to get, like, that's, I, we could almost do a Luongo show. We really could. Yeah. This is, I mean, basically is other than the fact that we spent, you know, you know, 30 minutes talking about, uh, Philip Ronick. Ronick's not going to make that much money. You want to wrap Brock up for eight for six years. Yeah. That's fine. We'll carry this off, off there. That's fine. Uh, (laughs) let's, let's get into the good stuff and then we're almost done. Um, good Branson, I finally sent you that clip. You saw it the other day. 
Undertaker gets up. <laughs> That's just so good. I, mean, I like. He's like, I'm dead. I'm fucking dead. I'm fucking. I'm gonna kill this guy. <laughs> it just out of nowhere, like comes out of the <laughs> casket, choke slam over, and then he got. He did actually, I think, choke slam later in the period. Uh, what like what is it? What happens on that play? Like, are you are you you're hurt? Are you hurt so bad that you are out? Like, you, all that occurred to me was like when we hit you in the head with the garbage can and you starfished in the pool like this you were is, dead and then all of a sudden jumped up. Right? It was the same freaking thing. He was fine. Is that the same as a dive? I think it's pretty close. He's lying on the ground, hurting. So just just like uh, Erica Branson might have won that silver medal, but gold medal performance. Because hmm. when he got Oscar up, worthy. when he, it was like, he get up, the only thing I think anyone, mostly guys, would have thought of is, oh, he just pulled off The Undertaker. Because we've grown up with, oh, it's over, it's over. Nope. I'm back. <laughs> it was incredible. But, I mean, good on him. He's earning that last little bit of his career being the tough guy, which he never really was in Vancouver, but... Pretty cool to see that he's... The Branson? He was pretty tough. Mm. He was pretty tough. He, didn't... he was one of the only guys who gave a shit, I feel like, when it came to that kind of stuff. But whatever. He got the bag. He got the bag, he, his version. He isn't... A, he, he's not the prototypical tough guy, but he, I mean, he was... I feel yeah. like he... Yeah. I will give him some credit because I dumped on that guy a lot when he was here. I think we all did. It was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he deserved... You know what? He deserved let's, it. Let's... I feel like we should do... We should do an Eric Goodbranson with Tyler Myers and re-up. Let's double down. Let's do it. Let's, let's Please don't. It. Please don't do that. Uh, we'll get into, at, right at the end, we're also going to talk about uh, our episode next week. we got to figure out a date. We're going to do that for the Christmas show. And then that's going to mm-hmm. be it for like two weeks or something because it's our show and we can do whatever the heck we want. Um, but now it is our new segment. We don't have a sponsor for it yet, but we could use a sponsor because I've got some good ideas for an official t-shirt, actually. Oh, okay. So I want to. I think we can. Uh, we can do some T-shirts for on the cheap for good quality. I mean, we do some pretty good T-shirts anyway. But um, mm-hmm. you pointed at me. You what do. Getting... I mean, I'm there. Yeah, you're not. Very oh, good. I, I was gonna. Uh, it was actually not this game, but last game. Uh, Quinn was having an interview. Okay. And I wanted to talk a little bit. I, we we spent a lot of time on other stuff, but I wanted to talk a little no, you bit did. about like the you did the we did. I'm sorry. The maturation of not the pasteurization, but the maturation of, of Quinn Hughes. Um, I don't know. Something really like took me in this interview that he had and, and talking about guys like Kuzmenko and how we're going to need him down the run. And I don't know who had a chance to see this. Maybe you saw this interview and it, and I know that this isn't the first interview with Quinn, but like, it, it just occurred to me like that, that just in this past year, like how much he's, he's, he's grown, an adult, right? Like he, he really is like he he's he speaks with such like you, you know when you were seeing hockey player interviews i feel like i got this a lot from from bo and and i liked bo as a leader because he went out and did it on the ice and for a team that wasn't very good for a long time right but but this is a, this has got some really talented players on it. guys like you know jt and, and pd who i feel like you know respect quinn just as much as he does them um and and it wasn't the sedin's you know forte to give these big elaborate interviews but we watch guys like brock and and we hear the or not brock sorry quinn and we get interviews and we don't feel like i don't know about you but i don't always feel like i get something out of the interview every time i hear them talk right i'm like yeah well it's a lot of hockey talk yeah pucks on net you know pucks on net 
you know, we're working on it's an important game for us, 60 minutes, blah, 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 200 feet, all the stuff. Right. But like when he speaks, like, I, I feel like I'm getting something insight from the game. He's intelligent. Almost like a, yeah. Almost like a color guy in an interview. Right. I, I'm, I'm seeing a side of the game that I wouldn't seen without his insight. And I, I appreciate that that Quinn shares that and he does it so articulate, like articulately. And, and he, he, he discusses portions of the game that I don't think we all see. And then the way that he talks about the players is if we're all growing and we're all developing together, but I am the leader and it's very apparent, but he mm-hmm. doesn't have to toot his own horn to do it. Right. Um, and I think that just seeing this change with him over the last, and I don't know if you've seen it too, but over the last, like, you know, six, eight weeks, he's, he's really becoming the face of the Vancouver Canucks. And I don't think since Linden have I seen such good interviews, such quality interviews come from a leader on this Canucks squad since, since Quinn. And it's, he's really good, man. I, I just, I'm more sold now than ever that this is the right guy to captain. this. And that's why they gave him the C like right at the end of last season, right at the end of last season, when you started to hear him speak up on how things were going and he just, he had a voice. And when, that talk is who, you know, it looks like it's either Patterson or, or or Hughes as the captain, maybe JT. And you just saw him speaking out more, right? And now that it's happened, and he is speaking out more, but you're right. He's got the intelligent thing to say, and it's, and but he's backing it up. I mean, right? All the, all the best players, all the captains that are those best players, they back it up. Yeah. They back it up with their mouth, but in his case, like, Listen, I don't ask you to be what I'm doing, but I'm just saying, listen, I'm busting my ass to do this. So at the very least, you guys have to do the same thing. And I think they are. 100%. He, he, there's, I feel like there's lots of times where a guy gets named captain because he's the best player on the team. And there's lots of times where a young guy comes in and becomes the captain because he's the future of the franchise. And... And I don't think that's, I do think all of those things about Quinn, but I don't think that's the reason he got the job. Yeah. Right. He, he was I, just I, I really the guy. Do think he was the guy. He's, he's those things as well, but he is the guy and he is like, he really is a leader. And, and, and the way he, the, the way he speaks, man, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever said this about players before, but it, wow. Just so good. Just yeah. so impressed. He's intelligent. And I, there's something to be said for that, right? Intelligence. Cause it's yeah. not, I mean, there's smart people. And I mean, yeah. look how many, yeah. like you look at a lot of the fighters that have gone to you know, NCAA university players, like these guys have. Yeah. But they're not yeah. always that guy. And then you look at him and they're like, not. you know, he's hockey smart and he's smart and he's media smart. And I think there's a lot of those things that they've grown up seeing how this all works. Right. Especially with social media. So prevalent in the last decade. Yeah. He knows what is going to be said about them. He knows what's going to be said in the room. He knows what people are saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Look at you. Well done. I appreciate that. (laughs) Okay. You ready? Yeah, I think so. Here's the new clip. So after I play this, you can tell me what's going on. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Top five, top five, top five, top five, top five. I like it. Yeah. One more time. I'm there. Top five, top five, top five. Okay, so this week's top five, we've already had, uh, we had like best 90s cartoons, 90s, 80s cartoons, right? that was Saturday fun. morning stuff. That was fun. Yeah, last week, last week we hit on, um, uh, oh, Christmas best toys. Christmas gifts as a kid, right? Okay. You could have got them or not got them, but the ones that you really wanted, right? Mm. So 
this week I, I, I switched it. I was thinking myself, like, you know, I want to know not the best players in the league, but I want to know like the most exciting players in the league. And then I said halfway through, because we really got talking about Roberto Luongo, I'm going to switch it. And I'm going to do top five goalie masks of all time. If we're talking swag, the swaggiest masks of all time. And I did switch this 10 minutes into the episode. And I think you've been looking at the rundown, but I'll throw a few out there for you, Ryan. No, you don't need to. I always go, you know, I always go back to the McDonald's goalie masks. Uh, if They're in the other this, room. I've got them in the other room. Yeah. Yeah. If you remember this, you remember, you don't remember Broder, but you remember Joseph and the Cujo mask, right? You remember Felix Poppin. Mm-hmm. The, these guys that had these masks that went from team to team to team and they always stayed, right? They did a version of this mask every time. These guys were known for these masks. And it was before the time of the Wongos, before a guy would set in with like eight, nine, 10 different masks in a year, right? So you got the Belfour. You got mm-hmm. the McLean, uh, the obviously the Brodeur, right? Jose so Dior. those are all the ones that we remember, and those are in your top five list. That's fine, but I would like to know your top five, and we can just go back and forth. You're Jose Theodore, you forgot one, about that one. And in no particular order, top five goalie masks. Okay. So I'd be remiss if I didn't include this, and you can put this one one through five. It's it it classifies all all five but you could put it wherever you want and you'd be right but the og felix potvin mask oh the, the maple leaves one. the first his the first teeth, one the teeth. he had he had better ones it actually wasn't teeth and i'll get into that in a little bit um okay, okay. he had better ones but that one i think when it came out it was so so incredible when it came out like every kid wanted that mask we all did. And I wasn't a Maple Leafs fan, but I was a Felix Potvin fan. He had the coho set up. He came in. He was one of the, not one of the first guys, because other guys did it, but he really ran with, you know, the uh, the cat fur on the pads um, and the block yeah, trap. Yeah, the eye, yeah. Um, so there Is this you the go. the one you're talking about right here? Yeah. No, that's the next one. So that wasn't the first one, but that one was just as good. So his rookie season one had... Um, had kind of look like chompers on the bottom. This is the rookie season one right here. Yeah. That was the one. Yeah, cool mask. And all those guys, like, those were fun, too, because all those guys we talked about earlier, and I think we yeah. could probably put, like, Tim Shevelday on that list, too. They all had, like, they were all Rock and Vaughn legacy pads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for me, great. my first one is Felix Poffin. Okay, uh, and in no particular order. So, yeah, I was a big fan of the Poppin mask too. So, I think if you're one. a '90s oh, kid or in, yeah, if you're a '90s kid or even close to that, Felix Potvin had your heart with his goal. So, what were the teeth then? You said you were going to go into that. Okay, so teeth? I have to go. It was it was like a cat, because um, it was Felix the cat was the whole setup. Yeah. So I interviewed. And I'm gonna find these um, conversations. I sh- I have the audio. Still. You should repost. You should repost this interview because so it was a really good one. I really wanted to post these as podcasts, but they're because they're hour long yeah. conversations. So I had John Garrett. I had uh, Greg Harrison, who designed a lot of these masks. I Many had of them. Kirk McLean. I interviewed. I interviewed uh, Corey Hirsch. He gave me some cool ones that he never wore, but he sent me a picture. I'll have to find those photos too. Um, Eddie Lack. Uh, chatted with me. We just more of kind of email and texting and stuff. Um, And then there was one more that I'm forgetting. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, it was it was the Felix the Cat kind of cover, and then it was like the cat fur was basically down. But I'll find the interview because they were awesome. Did them for Canucks Army during uh, the lock or not the lockout um, during COVID. Was this a Harrison mask? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, and you can tell, right? I mean. Certain guys have certain styles for sure. So yeah, I reached out to as many people that would answer my phone and oh man, like you want to talk about geeking out for the guests we got when I, you get to pick a goalie's brain for an hour about his goalie mask and how he got to that look. Greg Harrison, I spoke to for an hour and a half. He actually had to like finally tell him like I had to go because he just (laughs) kept talking and I'm like, like that's, that's cool. It was incredible. Like the audio on it, like just how, oh, it's just incredible. But um, yeah, just so cool. And then to have the Felix the cat winking on the back. He had a little design of Felix winking on the back. Very, very cool. So yeah, Felix Potvin, number one. Felix Potvin, number one. All right. So I, I am going to I'm going to go to Corey Hirsch and the Psycho House mask. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy amount of detail grown up canucks skate logo everybody called it the halloween jersey right i it was the classic halloween colors and i think hirsch like yeah he he really sort of embraced that right so the the whole psycho house if you've seen the movie you get it it's got the tombstones the super creepy house it's got the lady up in the window Mm -hmm. interesting story about that one too that was a fantastic season for him too. So that mm-hmm. was uh, that was kind of his coming out party. Interesting story about that one. So we were talking about mental health a lot uh, when we were chatting, and like how like he had some demons and stuff that he was fighting back then, and still it is to this day, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I just asked him about that again. It was I'm pretty sure it was a question that was in the interview. But you know, if that factored into some of the designs on there, he's like, actually, yeah, there was some stuff on there. Is you know, fighting some stuff. So th- their personalities definitely come out in in these things so Corey Hirsch yeah one of the unique yeah one of the unique things for for pro sports that doesn't no other league I feel like gets to do that not league yeah. but but game sorry yeah no that's a good one um I'm gonna throw up another one I loved it in his rookie season uh oh my gosh just had his name um Patrick Laleem the igloo. Oh, the Mar- the Martian. The, the igloo. Martian mask. He had the igloo with the two little eyes sticking out. And I'm going to add this back to the stage. So his yeah, rookie... This was, a, this was a fantastic season. So the not that year, one. Yeah. His, uh, his rookie Pittsburgh one. Was that it? No, that's in Buffalo. That's, it. that's in Buffalo. Oh, I mean, it. yeah, it looks a lot like that, though. Well... It looks way cooler. There, it is. there we go. That's the one. The little penguin sticking out. And the penguins had a bunch of guys with cool masks, right? I mean, and it always kind of happened sort of like that. Laleem and his crazy run as a rookie goaltender. Yeah. I always think back to Johan Hedberg and the moose mask. Oh, yeah. Um, and f- just f- really fun stuff. Yeah. Um, another one I, I think of is the Martin Gerber wearing the all black mask for the mm. sense because you didn't get a paid. Oh, start calling yeah. Darth Gerber. A lot yep. of fun, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I like that. I also really liked um, Roman <clears throat> Turk's masks. Always had Eddie. Yeah. Iron Maiden Eddie on there. So yeah. also very cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, great, great pick. Like that one a lot. That one's super fun. I'm going to go with the Luongo X Ridley mask. 
Oh, okay. It's a huge fan of this mask. It, it re- reminded me so much of X-Men. I think it showed up even better than, on this mask than it did in the Ridley. I like, it was one of the first guys to really go with like the flat coloring, right? I mean, there was mm-hmm. no shine to it at all. Yeah. Um, there was, you see some flat black stuff come out, but he was the guy that was like, we're going flat everything, right? Flat cream color, flat blue, flat, flat, flat green. Um, super stylish mask, very simple. Obviously paid homage to Ridley, but very, very, very cool mask in my opinion. So, you know, it's funny. One of my all-time favorites. Corey Hirsch actually rocked that before Luongo perfected it. So this yeah. a, a season or two before Corey, or not, did I say Corey Hirsch? Corey Schneider. Sorry. He did. You did say Corey Hirsch, yeah. Okay, Corey Schneider. I, the, the Hirsch one is good too. The Hirsch one is very good. No, too, but, but I meant like, to say Corey Schneider. He had the same mask. I've got it pulled up. You can put it up on the screen if you like. Uh, but he did actually bust it out. He did a little bit of a different version of that one, and he had like the Johnny Canuck V, the the Sean logo on the sides there in the background. But yeah, um, actually, go figure. Corey Hirsch rocked that mask in the Stanley Cup final. Go figure. So there you go. good pick. Good pick. Very cool. Very cool. You know what? We're going to stick with Luongo for a second. I have already brought it up in the show. Getting a screen share? Uh, Well, I'm going to get you. Do you still have your screen going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, His Olympic mask. The first one. Oh, yeah. The gold one with the little rings in it. I've seen it in person at Rogers Arena, as many of you have as well. That mask, and plus he had the Canadian Johnny Canuck. So that was about, like, it was Canadian Johnny Canuck on the top. He was rocking that mask uh, originally as a Canuck one. And then he brought it, uh, like, it's... That one hits hard so much because of the amount... Yeah, actually, if you... I can't remember what website this is, but they go in crazy detail on it. So if they... There's one with the one on it, I swear. But you get... Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, so you had the Johnny Canuck. He changed it to the Canada colors. And then, like I said, the golden one. And you probably... I don't know if you can zoom in on it. Probably not. Um, if you look, there are rings inside of of the one. Um, and again, you might not be able to see it on the screen. It Maybe they just they didn't get a good photo of it. Anyway, it's, it is an incredible mask. And it obviously holds crazy amount of nostalgia what it meant when we won on home ice living down there working the olympics it was incredible and again the attention to detail on it it just it took what his great mask was already and Mm -hmm. it just it bumped it up to the next level so for me i would say roberto team canada super super awesome mask uh mine is not going to be as good as that intro I, i don't know how you beat that um i i goalie mass and me are i've got a sick sick relationship with them so i was a huge fan of this jocelyn tebow mask um wasn't worn for a lot of years really embodied the whole montreal oh thing. yes uh, i've that's the mask i've got on my that was the other one that was in uh yeah. in the mcdonald's ones tremendously sharp i mean that that habs logo is what it is it's it's been around forever mm-hmm. um but being able to to somehow interpret that onto this mask and have that feel and not even know there's not a there's not a, a canadian's logo anywhere on there but you know look from looking at it exactly what you're looking at um, and it sort of gives you that old feel of of looking at like 
almost like a reverse Ken Dryden mask, right? I mean, the old wired cages that those guys used to use um, in a mold, like it kind of give you that feel. And I don't think we've ever seen a unique mask quite like this too. So shortly thereafter, he was traded to Colorado for some guy named Patrick Waugh. Worked out okay. Uh, and his, for, for and his masks were never as cool, but this one is one of my all-time <laughs> favorites. Yeah, it worked out okay. Yeah. For, you know, one of them. Um, that that's a good pick. I'm going to go old school for a second. It's been redone a few times currently. Uh, I don't know about this season, but it has been redone a few times. If you don't like this mask, you don't like hockey. You don't like goalie mask, Jerry Cheevers. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. And I had heard some funny story that every time he got hit, it was a new stitch. Yeah. Right? Now it wasn't in the face or how did they say it? It wasn't in camera if it was in the face or if he maybe it was every time he got hit and he added a set of stitches the jerry cheevers one and there's steve shields did one and i think someone else has done one as well but that mask is that is that's one of the big reasons goalie masks are so cool because that's when you really saw personality come it wasn't just a protection thing when you saw a guy drawing the stripes on it i'll pull that up here yeah like what's not to like, honestly? It's so it's like scary, but it's still so neat. Like it's just, oh, I don't, I don't know. Like I, you have to geek out on that. I'm sorry, you just do. Yeah, absolutely. Great mask, fantastic mask. Who do you got? Um, Are we getting on the so, final ones here? <laughs> we're we're getting pretty close, right? I, I got one. We're, I got two. I got three. I got four. So you're on your fifth so, one. Or no, you're on your fourth one. I apologize. No, I'm on my fourth one. So fourth one, I feel like I shouldn't even share this, but uh, fourth one is is not Jerry Cheever's. Fourth one for me was was Steve Shields. Oh, so you went then. Oh, you got rid of it. Uh, uh, it wasn't doing anything, so I thought maybe I didn't have it on there. Sorry, I was... Go for the window. I was a different screen. Apologies to the chef. Yeah. So, so that's funny that you picked Jerry and then I picked the reincarnation of Jerry Sheevers. And that was really well done at the time. Shields. That was He was the first guy to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was the first guy to do it. So that was a lot of fun. And then obviously the Ridley one came. I think it was Corey Schneider that you said did the version of this too. Yeah. Also awesome. Mm -hmm. But nobody did it like this, right? There was that Russian guy mm -hmm. who did a version that we were talking about early in this one. So that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We're getting to the yeah. tough part because it's. Uh, so let's make, we can make it six. Let's do let's do two more. We'll do oh, two more. Geez. This okay, fun. this one again I feel is super easy to say. He broke our hearts in 1994, but it is still one of the most iconic goalie masks. Ted, you know who it is. Mm -hmm. Mike Richter, Mike Richter, for Ryan. With again with a uh, bullet. Oh, with a bullet, that's your number one all-time favorite mask? Not number one, but it's in there. It's it's top five for me with a bullet. Yeah, I mean, th this this mask, like, really, like it, there's, again, there's the there's the, the McDonald's mask, right? But this mask, I mean, the the, the third jersey was kind of, I feel like, based off this mask, right? Like, that's Richter New York, those... man. Like, you see that? That like, is. You could, really if is, you yeah. said, like, for someone random growing up, like, hey, what's something you remember about New York and sports. And I'm sure there, I mean, there's a lot of answers, but to me, like,
like you see that and you're like that's new york like that is that's new york that's new york and that's sports it's a good yeah, pick. i mean it's a nostalgia thing because i think henrik had a better jersey or better mask sorry yeah henrik but, but this is but this is more iconic yeah henrik lundquist i was thinking about him too he had one of those white masks i think too right I mean, he had a bunch, but I'm pretty sure he had one of the white ones too. Maybe he didn't. They did. He did a. What was the one, or was it just his gear with the pinstripes that year? Remember when they had the pinstripe pads and everything for the outdoor game? Yeah, those were also sweet. Yeah. I mean, again, goalie equipment. Jeez, how much time do you have? Honestly. Yeah. For me, he goalie was, equipment. He was rocking those TPS <laughs> pads, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, okay. Uh, Who you got? Good pick. Good pick. I'm gonna go a little, a little off the board. And so this will be my fifth, and then I got a bonus one. Okay. Uh, but I'm going, I'm going way back, and I'm going like expansion era. Oh. And and not the first expansion era, but like the second modern era expansion era, if that makes sense. So we're talking like so, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, and them. No, like more more modern than that. So like, I'll just Gee, he bear. Here, but is it Gee, he bear? Not Gee, bear. Gee, oh, bear. Hayward. But I'm going Brian Hayward and the shark head. And it, it was really close for me between that and Van Viesbrook's panther head, which is in the background. And that's a good one too. And the Cujo. Yeah. Because it was but so was, real looking, right? It was, it was great. What an awesome mask, right? I mean, it was real. And that's, I remember like, I wasn't sure if I loved it because I'm like, it just seems like why would someone want a real shark head? <laughs> like, like yeah, no other graphics. Other guys have done it. Like, I think this is Steve Shields again. Yeah. Here, right. Yeah, he killed a few. Other of those. guys have done it, but nobody did it like, like Hayward did it. It was it's pretty. Just, look at that. That's intimidating. It's just. It's so. Like I said, it's real. Like they just took yeah. a photo, and just made it real. I don't know. Yeah. Fun stuff. Um. Do I have one left, or am I done? You, I mean, I think your next one's five, and then I had a bonus. Okay. Um, I mean, Thatcher's had some good ones. The skate logo ones have been pretty crazy good. What was the one? He had a skate one. I think it was his first skate mask. Um, oh, there's so many. I even have a hockey news of just goalie masks. Do you remember Alex Ald's mask with the shark head that was kind of like the Brian Hayward one? Yeah. Good old baby giraffe. You know what? I'm going to throw this one out again because it's the show and I want us to be able to go to bed at a reasonable time. Um, hopefully you can pull this one up. I thought this was super cool. This was a few years back. Okay. Speaking of the you know, ducks, it's, it's the <laughs> ducks. Uh, Jonas Hiller. So this was the, it's like a matte black. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And it has the duck web on one side and on the other. One is of uh, whatever the pond is called, their arena. The other has a surfer. And then there's a bunch of little duck webs and it just says Anaheim in like a marquee in black and white. Kind of has like a, uh, what's it called? Like an oil rub bronze look. That's the one. When that came out, Again, you have to appreciate these guys when these things come out. They could be goalies or teams you hate. But if somebody brings some style, 
when that because they had that the black i guess it was still like their 0708 jerseys but it came out yeah there's the matte black i think he wore that just before and it's just so crisp if you appreciate detail that is a phenomenal mask it really is that was a fun one too that is really cool um there's speaking yeah, the of that mask there's yeah that was the november one that was really neat um, I'm, did you see the winter classic one for Seattle? I don't know if that's going to be on your list or not. Uh, it's not. So it has all the, the Mariners cards on it. There's a, like Griffey rookie cards and stuff on it. It's so neat. Very, very on brand. It's very Seattle, but it has baseball cards littered all over the mask. It's so clever. And that's the beauty of it. That's why like customization has taken off so much. And you see all these masks. Like I highly suggest you guys go and follow Dave Art on Instagram. Follow Greg Harrison on Instagram. Follow uh, who's the other one? Oh, there's one more. And all these people, they put every time there's new masks getting released. Excuse me. Every time there's new masks getting released, you see these things. Like how great is that? That's so neat. Yeah, so good. All that cross sports stuff's fun, like the Winter Classic game where the Sabres wore the Buffalo Bill jerseys. So mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It's just clever. I th- and you have to appreciate those things. You don't have to love every little thing. But when you see guys that are doing something like Hayward or you see Jocelyn Tebow or you like, sometimes just appreciate like that they went outside the box to do something, right? Yeah. And it's not just a paint job. And like there's like that's really neat yeah it really is yeah you know like there's like i said goalie masks and goalie equipment i've always been a fan since i've been a that's insane looking since i was a kid i've always been infatuated with goalie gear because it's the only position in hockey where you can be personal that's it there with you and i mean it just yeah anyway so i'm so i'm 100 down on that that's like that was it was goalies and and their equipment that got me into hockey to begin with. Exactly. And you were a goalie. Yeah, yeah. Not a good one, but yeah. But you were. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, so I'm uh, this is the bonus one because I feel like it should get them love and I Wait, who was, was your really last cool. one? Who did you have as your last one? Uh prior to this yeah. was the Hayward one. Hayward, right. Okay. Yeah. Um but Kari Ramo. Oh, Tampa the brains. Bay. And the brains mm-hmm. peeking out the top of the mask. I, I that it, one was it wasn't like super he had a long neat. career, but this was a really smart mask, right? I mean, it was it was really played. I mean, a lot, a little bit like the the Patrick Lilly mask, sort of breaking through. He wasn't sure what's under, right? And he went a little bit step further, being like, "Yo, under here is like literally my brains." Graphic cartoony um, brains. Graphic cartoony brains. The the pink, right? Mm-hmm. All the matter had nothing to do at all whatsoever with the with with the team jersey or colors it was very tampa on the bottom and it was something completely different up top and and uh you know another guy who did some weird stuff like this was was uh was mason when he was with the uh with the blue jackets yeah Um, did like uh he did like a a saw mask which Mm -hmm. was awesome right Mm -hmm. like some horror stuff and but but this mask, I feel like was this was a little bit underrated. I don't think a lot of people talk about it. It's probably not on a lot of lists. But to me, this was one that was really popular. Yeah, yeah. Way to go. 
Flat was fine. Sorry, we wasted a lot of time there. Ah, well, whatever. Who cares? Probably took about 30 more minutes than we needed to because of the... Uh... The video's worth it, folks. So in case yeah. you're like, oh, man, this podcast is really dragging on. But, I mean, we described it, I think, fairly well. If this was an audiobook, I think we did our job. But I do suggest watching it on YouTube because that's where the gold is. You get, to see our, you get to see our faces. Plus, I've done some this wicked jobs one. on our graphics. So, you know... That's that's what we do. This is this is how this is how the bills are paid. One more time though. Top five, top five, top five. Thank you, Drake. Appreciate it. Uh, we're gonna do our Christmas episode next week. We haven't figured out a date. It might be Wednesday. For some reason, I th- was or wondering when. So we're gonna do. We're gonna have, like I said, we're gonna have everybody's gonna throw out their Canucks memories as like an ornament. Uh, we're gonna throw out the link to a bunch of people. Um, feel free to show up. We'd appreciate it. Five minutes or so. Come say hi. Two minutes even. <laughs> or, pee. or are you just saying peace? I'm not sure. But, you know, we just have some fun. Just an excuse to get together with a lot of people, our, our fave peoples, and maybe people we haven't chatted with. So we're going to throw that out there. But uh, other than that, this episode, it was a banger. It was very retro I had fun. Did you have fun? Yeah. It's great. It's pretty good. I enjoy arguing with you because I feel that sometimes I win and sometimes I get bodied. And I think this was one of those times where I got bodied. <laughs> I don't, I don't it's mind, like I, I don't mind, uh, you know, getting absolutely crunched into the boards and like just clawing my way back up to the and door. Yeah, I mean, you could be right. Yeah. Maybe I was just loud. I just, I don't know. that's a lot of money, man. That's a big raise. That's all I'm saying. Six mm-hmm. schmilly. Like if I walked into my boss's office, I'm like, hey, man. I need to be making at least six figures next year. He's going to look and be like, you can find another job. Yeah. Because we can replace Amen. you. <laughs> I need I need at least six years and eight million. Yeah. Per. Yeah. That's, hey, I mean, all the power to him. It's just, I don't know if the construct works that way. So whatever. All good. Yep. All good. Uh, this has been fun. Folks, make sure you go in. Can you like do us a favor? Go on to our our Instagram and on our Twitters. Just get a like in there. Get a follow. Like The further we're followed, the more we can reach and tell more people about who we are. If you're listening, like be a friend. As a Christmas gift to us, if you don't come on the show, just tell, tell somebody about our YouTube or our Facebook or something. We'd appreciate it. That's it. Or even go and buy one of our shirts on our Spreadshirt. I put them all down to what our cost is, so we're not making any money. We just don't want people to wear our stuff. Literally, there's zero profit. We will see zero cents from anything you buy on that website. We just want people to wear our cool stuff. That's it. That's it. That's pretty fair ask, I think. We don't have a Patreon. Not yet. That's it. That's all. You know, we just we just want just to share. Just want to share. Anyway, this has been fun. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, good I, I play you in fantasy football this week. It worries me, but that's okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll get the matchup you want. It'll be okay. CJ Stroud looks like he may not play, and I don't know who you have as your backup QB. So, Joe Flacco. That sucks, because he may do well. <laughs> <laughs> it could be one of those times where I eat everything I say, but that's fine. Yeah. We can... I think I have Flacco and Fields, so I'm starting one of those guys. Uh, field, Fields could have a good game. I'm betting on the Bears to win, so who knows? Well, um, suck I'm... it. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's, it's bad news. On behalf of uh, Ted, I'm Ryan. This is the PB1 Podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. This is where you find all hockey podcasts, even shows like Trust the Process with our good friends Jordan Bowman and Wyatt Arndt. 
Uh, he's had some things to say. Free the skate, I believe, is what he says the most. So follow their show at the very least, uh, plus all the other hockey shows. But uh, yeah, enjoy this Canucks run. We got another game on Saturday against Mini. That's not fun. In the morning, good times. So, you know, maybe go get whatever you need to do done in the morning so you can watch the game. Or just catch it after they win in the afternoon. Um, Have a great week, folks. Rock and roll. Peace out.